Welcome to Talk Employment to Me by KLC, the pod where common sense meets useful advice. Another week and another episode. I'm your host, Stephanie Berry, together with Chris Sacco and Jared Sacco. Join us for new episodes every Friday at 3 p.m. So sit back, listen, and let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another week of Talk Employment to Me. This is Chris, which is unusual because I don't normally get the chance to lead, but I'm excited. Um, and today I am not joined by the lovely Steph Berry or the lovely Jared Sacco, but I am joined by the wonderful, I have to use lots of descriptive words here because that's what Steph does, um, Jamie Manning. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to your very first podcast. And we've Hello. got a repeat from Steph Namura who joined us. So um, she's loving this. So we may, we may not get, let anybody else get a gig. So hi, Steph. Hello. I'm excited to be back. Awesome. So, hey, this is it. This is make or break for me. I may be out of another job if I get this wrong when Steph comes back. We, um, Steph Berry, for everybody listening at home, and Steph will be listening, so she'll want me to mention her, is sunning herself in Vietnam with a wonderful family holiday. And Jared, sad as he is not to be here, is working for a client. So he is snowed under, just the way we like it. So that's why we've got guest speakers today. So I thought what we might talk about today is something that I actually heard on last the last podcast. And Steph, I think it was something that you said and if you didn't say I'm going to make up that you did say it but when you came back to Australia from being a princess you said somebody said to you get a job in recruitment I hear everybody just falls into recruitment I was mortified by that because I've made a whole career out of this but I thought we would talk about recruitment and how easy it is to get into this industry and the perception of it. So, you know, Jamie, I'm going to throw to you first. I'm going to give you the heads up on this. You've been in recruitment for a little bit longer than Steph. Tell me for you how you got into recruitment and what the transition was like. Yeah, well, as you said, they some people seem to say that you fall in and that definitely happened with me. <laughs> I was just out of year 12. I did a bit of further study and my mum worked with a recruitment and HR agency that were actually undergoing a payroll system migration and mum knew that I had quite good attention to detail and they had asked me to come in and help with that and doing the test pay runs and making sure everything was talking to each other as it should. Once that was sort of wrapped up, I was I had a chat with the director who asked if I wanted to go into next door's recruitment office and help out there for a little bit. And one thing led to another. I was working with the health and industrial branch as a bit of a recruitment administrator, um, which then sort of moved into a resourcer role, which then moved into a consultant role as the years went on. So yeah, definitely um, fell into recruitment for me. And here I am a a number number of years years later later, still doing it. it. Steph, tell us about your job. Tell us about your fall in the door into <laughs> recruitment. Yeah, well, it's pretty recent. I, it's funny. I actually did my year ten, year nine, year ten work experience with my auntie who uh, used to be in HR. So I spent a week with her when she was head of HR for the Melbourne Museum and loved it, but probably because she treated me incredibly well (laughs) and paid me incredibly well. (laughs) Um, Favoritism. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I saw, 
all of the companies that she's worked for and, and heard about a lot of her experiences within HR. So that was one thing in the back of my mind. I've got a sister who's who studied HR, but the one that really sold it to me was my brother-in-law who, when I came back from overseas and was looking into some different career paths, he's in recruitment and spoke really highly of it. Is really he's really into it, really passionate about it, really invested in it. I mean, he's done really well for himself in in recruitment. So he was the one who really kind of pushed me into it, sold me into it. And I started looking into it more, doing my own research, listening to various podcasts, and and learning as much as I could. And then my first interview that I landed ended up being KLC. And yeah, it went really well, obviously. And now I'm here and loving it. Yeah, learning every day and yeah, having a great time. So so tell me ladies, they tell me that recruitment's easy. What would your opinion be about that? You know, you, you've talked to people who say, oh, we don't use recruiters because recruitment's easy. What are your thoughts on that? I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's definitely, I guess I find it quite rewarding. I mean, not every day, you know, can be the best day. Um, there is definitely some challenges and difficulties in recruitment with the the industries and the market ever changing but i personally find it quite rewarding i love being able to i guess help people and we get to help our clients with the the vacancies and needs that they have but also help people on their journey to getting their new role we do a lot of i guess we access the back end of a lot of platforms where people advertise our clients would advertise a job and when we get to I guess, approach people that maybe aren't necessarily in the market and lead them to wanting to be in the market and selling them roles that we think could really suit their skill set, even if sometimes they they don't think it can. Um, so I find it quite rewarding. Um, it's not necessarily easy, yeah, but it's, it's worth it's it. I don't know it's easy either, <laughs> but I think if you take all the good days, and there are a lot of them, and you blend them with the... The tougher days, tougher interactions, the the slight disappointments, I still think we end up a little bit on top of that. Steph, what do you think? Do you think it's easy? It's, it's exciting for you because it's new, but is it easy? We said this morning that there is that element of you have to fake it till you make it. So you can find the confidence. Shh, that's yeah. <laughs> but I think a lot of it is confidence and being interested, being interested in the people that you're talking to, whether that be a client or the multitude of candidates that are coming through, being interested in their story, who they are, where they've come from, where they're going, to be able to ask the right questions and to be interested in the jobs that you're hiring for. So you need to be able to learn as much as you can about the clients, the companies, the positions, the industries that we're recruiting for. So I think if you have those elements and you're happy to get on the phone and talk to people, it's not easy, but I think it'll be, it's, it's more interesting for sure, for sure. Yeah. Look, I think it's, a, it, I think it's an industry and I've been in it for a long, yeah, long time, as Steph and Jared would say if they were here, a long, long time. I think it is a job that anyone can do but that doesn't mean that they're going to be good at it so you know I've worked at a lot of the international companies and national companies where they will they will literally plonk a international traveler into because they have a great accent or they you know they've got high energy or for whatever reason but 
without some skill and a lot of skill, not just some skill, but and some tenacity and some re- resilience, there's this thing called burnout and recruiters burn out. They burn out and, you know, their, their confidence is shattered because we're dealing with conflict and we're being challenged all the time you know we've got clients who are second guessing us and chopping us down we've done all the hard work it's a really tough gig so you know it's okay to be a recruiter and be good at it but it's very different to be exceptional at it Um, and I think that's the difference when you're dealing with recruiters the bigger organizations are are putting bums on seats and they're not worrying about a career path for their people they know that this this person's going to burn out in six or twelve months I've worked in some of the bigger recruitment companies where and where I'm talking there's 50 60 recruiters there and you look over and you go oh that person's new and then the manager of your team will say well I'll introduce you in three months if they're still here but until then don't even bother because that's the nature of the beast so KLC is not like that are we guys not at all the culture is a huge thing when people talk about the culture is huge and you said no it in, not um, at all <laughs> I do, you said you know klc works very differently and it's one thing to say it and hear that from somebody in an interview but it's another thing to experience it hearing what i've heard in a lot of the big recruitment companies and the the general culture that surrounds recruitment and the people who get into recruitment especially coming people who come from sales roles which are very strongly commission-based and just you know pushing through as many sales as you can I'm sure it'd take a, a ton of tenacity and and strength to power through the millions of hang-ups and no's that you get throughout the days weeks months years but that's what's been so nice I have said a few times I've learned so much in the short time that I've been a recruiter at KLC, purely because don't work like that. You don't have that culture. I've learnt, sat in on a ton of interviews with everyone who works here and, and seen the process that everyone goes through. We talk about candidates to make sure that we're getting that perfect fit between client and candidate. So yeah, I feel very uh, lucky that I've stumbled into kind of the, the exception, really. <laughs> so Jamie, I want you to think about this one for me. What are what are some of the really tough things that you found in recruitment? This isn't a performance review either, so you can be as honest. But what are some of the really tough things that we're dealing with, candidates or clients? What are the really tough <laughs> things that make you question, why the hell am I here? Oh, I'm sure there's many that I could um, draw upon. I think some of the most common ones is we're dealing with people which is something that you always say Chris and people can be difficult they can change their mind they can let you down so I think that some of the main challenges that we face is that we are you know we speak to so many people and we have some really great candidates but we also have some not so great candidates you know you book in five interviews and four could no show or um, they forget to let you know that they're not available anymore um, or we get to the offer stage and they accept another offer which is all a part of it but I think that that's some of the more difficult and frustrating parts mm-hmm. of our ghost role. Us. Um, you know for somebody for sure. old like me I didn't even know what a ghost was I thought that was Casper but it's real it really is real your candidate is ghosting you like what sort of control have we got but that's people right 
People just do what people do. I think with the client side of it, you know, candidates can let us down, but it all really comes down to the relationship that you have with the client. They know that it's there's only certain things that we can control. So I guess being able to deliver that. Um, and we feel disappointed, not just because of the candidate, but but for our client, because we are working really hard to um, and want to fill the roles that they have with the right people. Um, so I think if you do have that strong relationship, an ongoing relationship as well, it makes it a lot easier to deliver the not so good news. It's always fun and easy to deliver the really good news and exciting news. Um, but yeah, I think it does all come down to relationship and, and how well you know your client and how well they know KLC as an organization as well as Steph mentioned I think that um, coming from another agency we definitely do things a little bit differently at KLC and I think there's a lot larger care factor in what we do so yeah I think that it helps if you've got the substantial relationship and understanding with your clients as well. Give me an idea of some of the fun things that can happen in recruitment. Do you remember your first placement? Do you remember the buzz? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, remember finding candidates that are the absolute unicorn when um, everyone's been searching and searching and you think, oh, we just need to, if we can tick like six of the 10 boxes, then maybe, you know, maybe this will be great. But then you find somebody, you're like, wait I found this candidate they're open for work they're they tick all the boxes they're excited oh my god like I've done a dance a jig in the office when I found a candidate that I thought was perfect no greater sense of the win when when you've done that when you've thought outside the square a little bit more you know it's probably annoying for everybody else who is looking at that candidate but did not see that candidate but you did and and so I think that's the joy in what we do you know for me I joined recruitment a long time ago I joined recruitment 27 years ago purely and that's older than some people that I might be talking to but it it was purely on thinking this was a really easy part of the role. I get a buzz out of doing this every single day. You know, we do avoid, we we do have to avoid burnout by self-care. It's like any other industry, you know, having holidays, all these holidays that everyone's having, even though I complain about them, they they serve a purpose because, you know, the more we, we have holidays, the more we go to barbecues, the more we talk about people, the more we learn about industry, the more we're more excited we are to actually help our clients because we know exactly what it is that we're talking about. We're in the best job in the whole world, spoken by a director of a recruitment company. However, you know, I pay everybody to talk to people. How great is that? Unless you're an introvert, who doesn't want to be talking to people? Who doesn't want to be learning lessons about people every single day? And we're, we're in a sweet spot where we can do that. I think, you know, a career in recruitment can be fun if you're a fun person, if you see that there's a lot of good in people, you know. We talk to a lot of people at at a sad part of their career journey, but we can give them hope. How great is that? The other thing is it doesn't matter how long you do this job for, you know, you to work for a company called KLC Recruitment, but you're actually your own brand. No one's going to take your name off you, you know. I work with people that I work with 
you know, 30 years ago and they remember Chris Sacco. They may not necessarily remember KLC. So we are branding ourselves, lady, and we should be proud of what we do. You know, no greater sense of achievement than that. So I'm preaching to you now, but really a career in recruitment is awesome because you actually represent yourself, you know, and if you're proud of who you are, then we should be proud every day. So I think this is great. Okay, here's a loaded question for you both to come to the end. Would you swap recruitment for any other job? It's not a performance review. After my first role in recruitment, I went into something a little bit different. It was with a training organization in the work placement team where um, my role was basically to work with our students and help them secure a placement. So in a sense, it was it was quite similar in the fact that I was helping people um, get into their placement and support them during that process. Um, and then I was luck- lucky enough to fall back into re- recruitment through um, a friend who happens to be Chris's hairdresser. And one day in the salon, one thing led to another. And two days later, I had an interview and here I am. So no, I, I don't think I, I would be Good looking answer, to change Jamie. my career path. What about you, Seth? Anyway. Yeah, no, I, the good thing is that you can recruit for <laughs> almost any industry. You can, it's so transferable. If you have an interest in a specific industry, you can be a recruiter for that industry. So it's, even if your interests change, or I, I don't think that I would change because I could do this for, for whatever industry I um, I felt passionate about or, or was excited about or yeah, learned more about. So I'm loving it. Again, another good answer. So there you go. Ladies, I want to wrap it up there. I think a career in recruitment can lead to so many different things. You know, Steph, you're just on your way and who knows what will happen. And Jamie, you look back at your time with us already and wow, wow, how many steps have you made up that ladder? And if I had a you know, told you that's where you would be when you started, you wouldn't have believed me. In fact, I wouldn't have told you because I didn't know that was going to happen. So, you know, a career in recruitment is great and and it goes beyond just what we see and that's the beauty of recruitment. So, um, (laughs) ladies, thanks for being our guest speakers for for this episode, for Talk Employment to Me. It's three o'clock on Friday. We're tired. We've had another big week. But you can't go home yet. You've got a couple of hours more to go. So have a great week. (laughs) Thank you for joining and we'll speak next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Talk Employment to Me by KLC. Remember, the advice shared on the Talk Employment to Me podcast is general advice only. For specific advice, reach out to Stephanie, Chris and Jared or the whole KLC team. That's all for this episode. See you next Friday.